indulge your senses. Orsies. How can they not see it? Orsies. Theater of the mind. Dead Inside. Chapter 15. I'm going to head out for lunch. Want to come with? No, thanks. I want to keep sifting through all these PI files. Can you bring me back something? Sure. What do you want? I don't care. Whatever you're having. (laughs) You sure about that? On second thought, I'll just get something from the break room. Have fun. I shall, my late... Sarah? Good catch. See you in a bit. That went well. My lunch plans? Oh, the meeting with Lindsay. Looks like you've got a lot of work, though. Yeah. Why don't you pull up a chair and help? You know that's not how it works. Sure, sure. I'd rather just stare over my shoulder, right? Not exactly. Alexei Lebedev's daughters are a good lead. Why? I'm telling you. You think he killed Knickerbocker? Maybe. And if not, I bet Lebedev knew who. His daughters are the best lead. And how do you know that? It's just a feeling, I guess. A hunch? Well, I'm not going to work solely off a hunch. Especially yours. Sorry. So what, then? How about the Blue Emerald? The club? Yeah. And aren't... Emeralds green? Yes, technically, but the presence of iron can give them a bluish tint. Well, okay then. Jeopardy. Huh? Never mind. That's that's a pretty random fact to know. I used to go there. The blue emerald? Uh Uh-huh. Hence all the extra iron. The guns. Everyone was packing. It was a bad place, a club within the club, that is. A club within a club? What's that all about? The main club was the Emerald, but the real players went to the Players Club. They called it the Lion's Den, or just the Den? I get it. Sounds super cool. Many people have disappeared down there. It was connected to an old factory with a massive furnace. There's no telling how many bodies met their end in the flames. You were aware of all this? Why didn't you stop them or do something? No humans were involved. They mostly killed other bad guys. People only we were looking for. Besides, the grunts did all the dirty work, maintaining plausible deniability for the shot callers. That's who we were really after. Big shots, mob bosses, crooked cops. One less low-level gangster, nobody was complaining. Jesus, Rick. I originally went in on an undercover job. Made a lot of money, too. (laughs) But you got hooked. Unfortunately, yes. The The thrill thrill of of the the win. There's nothing like it. I just don't understand. Why'd you get in so deep? Debt, guilt, embarrassment. I kept waiting for that big wind to pull me out of the hole. It never came. Didn't take long for them to figure out I was a cop. They held it over my head, threatened to come after my family if I ever said anything. As long as my debts were paid off, they'd let them live. So they let me play. Let your family live? Uh Uh-huh. Sinister bastards. I'd do anything for my family, even if it meant my hide. I loved them more than life itself. I couldn't bring myself to tell them I was a worthless gambling piece of shit. They'd become accustomed to the quality of life I was able to provide them. I couldn't tell them the truth. Only my rabbi knew. He told me I needed to get out, come clean, beg for forgiveness and make things right. I should have listened to him. What about the crooked cops? Ever figure out who they were? No, I had my suspicions, but the muscle made sure to keep us all segregated. They could better control us if we didn't know who else was in deep. This one guy on the force, Ray, always struck me as a gambler. He could lie his way out of anything. Never lost his cool, never lost his wits. I'd suspect him, if anyone. Like the dream. Huh? Nothing. Uh, The only name people ever mentioned was the bishop, whoever that was. We suspected he was someone with rank, calculating, always five steps ahead of everyone, like the game. Chess, hence, the bishop. But if anyone heard you mention that name, you could consider yourself as good as dead. The guy took no chances. That's who I'd be looking for. At least you have me. 
Sure, kid, sure. I'm gonna go. I'll check in with you later. Just like that? Good to see you too, Rick. I'm back. Perfect timing. Yeah? Why's that? Find something? Yeah, actually. Ever heard of the Blue Emerald? The old club? Yeah, sure, it's been around forever. They say there's a speakeasy kind of gambling club thing going on there. Nothing confirmed, though. A lot of the street rats talk about it. The down-and-out types. Let's go undercover. You see? I don't know if we're cleared for that. Oh, come on, let's have some fun. It's for this cold case, it's, isn't it? Well, yeah, I guess. Oh, so let's do it. We should clear it with the sergeant first. No. Better to ask for forgiveness than permission. <laughs> okay, cool, sounds fun. I'll grab the keys to one of the surveillance vans. We can use all the cool wires and mics and... No, not right now. We need to plan this out, right? No time like the present. Let's do it. When? Tonight. Tonight? What am I going to wear? I don't know. Something hot. Aha, right. What about you? I'm going to be in the van. You're going in. You think they'd let me come in? You'll, you'll fit right in easy. What does that mean? Sarah, you're... Well, they'll let you right in. Thanks, Peter. I guess, but I disagree. Just get a hot skirt or something. Show some skin, maybe a wig. Okay, Peter, that's enough. I'll figure something out. Cool. Well, I'm, I'm going to go get some gear together. I'll see you tonight. Say tennis. Tennis. Yes, so cool. Bye! Why do I have a bad feeling about this? This has been Dead Inside, an audio drama podcast. Dead Inside was written by Maverick Vodiger and Sam Rosenthal. Our cast is headed by Kristen Hitton. I don't understand how people can't see it. Jason Jazrawi. I don't know what I'm talking about. You don't know what you're talking about. Michelle Piller. Does anybody remember a thing called journalism? And Sam Rosenthal. Down, down the rabbit hole we go. This has been an Orsi's audio production. Orsi's Theater of the Mind.